Hello, hello, and welcome to the Sustainably Healthy Podcast. I'm a little late on today's episode. <laughs> um, this morning, so this has nothing to do with a sustainably healthy lifestyle, just all, just has everything to do with how incredibly proud I am of my kid. Um, this morning, I went to Zayden's Spelling Bee. We've been studying for this Spelling Bee for weeks now. Um, he had to earn his way into the school Spelling Bee by winning like his little class Spelling Bee, so he won that, um, and then he got to go to the school Spelling Bee. I don't, I'm not quite sure how many kids were in it, but it was his entire school um, fourth, fifth, and sixth graders. And so he um, was preparing for this. We've been studying. I was up late with him last night because he would not go to bed (laughs) without knowing a certain amount of words. Um, Woke up early this morning, was studying with him this morning. And so um, it was (laughs) quite a nail biter. (laughs) So we went to his spelling bee this morning and Um, he did awesome. He was killing it. He knew most of the words. Um, he made it up until the final two. He was the top two and they were going back and forth for 12 different rounds. They went back and forth and then he would miss a word. And so she would have to do a championship word and she would miss the word. So then he would get it. She would miss a word. Like it went back and forth, like so many times. <laughs> um, my anxiety, I don't think, has has gotten that bad in a while. I'm sure my heart rate was, um, I'm sure my watch thought I was getting like a high intensity workout from my heart rate. Um, <laughs> but no, it was awesome. He ended up placing second, which I couldn't be more proud. He worked really hard. Um, and you could tell the girl who won first place, she worked really hard as well. She was more confident in hers. I believe she was a year older than him. But um, either way, she she gave him a run for his money. It was a close it was a close competition. It was a tough competition. And to see, you know, your kid just in those stressful situations, you know, not only saying spelling words and competing against someone, but on stage with, you know, so many people watching you and under pressure trying to spell all these words right. And the fact that he made it to second place was absolutely amazing. I couldn't be more proud of a mom. You guys all know how proud I am of him, but um, that was one of the highlight moments. <laughs> He's so awesome. So um, so yeah, it was an awesome morning, but I am late to recording the podcast episode. I usually record it earlier on Monday morning so I can launch it, but it looks like it's coming out Monday afternoon. So um, that's okay though. It's not late a day um, and it was 100% worth it um, to be able to witness my kid he's he did awesome he was oh he was so broken up at the end for him he missed um what was the word he missed it was a tough one there were some hard words uh voracious no he I don't even know I can't even think of the words because they were words that I probably would have a hard time spelling so um and fun fact I actually got second place in my fifth grade spelling bee as well so he's he's living up to (laughs) my my I guess my uh, history, I don't want to say my standards because I don't really have standards for him to meet, but um, he's filling in my shoes, I suppose. (laughs) So uh, it's so funny seeing him grow up and... um, you know, he, he's, he acts so much like me. It's, it's crazy. He has the same personality as me. Um, there are certain things where I'm like, no, don't feel that way because I, I remember feeling that way or I think that way. But, 
Um, he's just a kind-hearted, super awesome kid, and he was broken up at the end. It was it broke my heart. I was in tears. He was in tears because he was just so broken up from losing. He got second place, and he was just so upset with himself, and you know, always wanting more, always striving for to be the best, right? And so I I'm proud of him for that. But I told him, you know, he he did his absolute best. He did a phenomenal job, and. Um, yeah, we were all crying at the end there, but his whole class, all everyone came, ran up and cheered for him and gave him a huge hug and yeah, he did awesome. So, um, that's not what this podcast is about. I'll, uh, five minutes in, we'll talk a little bit about Zayden and have to give him that shout out, but, <laughs> um, just had to share with you how my morning went. It was awesome. Um, but No, today's podcast episode is going to be a little different, I suppose, somewhat different. It's still health and fitness. It's still about sustainable health, right? Um, I'm all about loving your life at the same time as prioritizing your health um, and figuring out what works best for you and, you know, nutrition and wellness and, you know, giving yourself grace when needed, but giving yourself tough love when needed as well. Um, And then I have been, um, I've been really focusing more on just figuring out what it is my passion is and like staying in my lane. Um, I've talked about it on a couple of podcasts with workouts, like thinking about writing workouts for people because I wonder if that's going to be helpful for them. And for some people, yes, writing workouts are helpful. You know, you have a personal trainer, online personal trainer that provides you with workouts, whether it's online, um, or yeah, just online. Um, and you and some people do really well at abiding by those workouts. They look at their app, they complete the workout, they can do that on their own, hold them, hold themselves accountable. Um, but as you all know, I do CrossFit, and I feel like I have for the longest time, um, honestly, since I've become a a nutrition coach, um, I have been kind of kind of tiptoeing around. CrossFit athletes or CrossFit, not even athletes, CrossFit, um, your everyday CrossFitter. I've been just kind of like, I do CrossFit, it's my thing, instead of sharing my area of expertise about CrossFit. I feel like, you know, it's because I am a people pleaser and I worry too much about, you know, pleasing the the crowd, making everybody happy, um, sharing everything there is to know about everything that I know about nutrition and fitness. And um, like I said, just trying to help everyone I possibly can, but that is something that I simply cannot do. You cannot please every single person. And so I haven't talked too much about CrossFit or talked too much about, you know, like I haven't really encouraged CrossFit to my clients because I feel like it has a bad rap and I'm like, oh no, you don't have to do CrossFit or you you don't have to do CrossFit to be successful. And while that's true, you don't have to do CrossFit to be successful. I feel like I don't talk about CrossFit enough. Um, and I think it's because, well, one, I wasn't a CrossFit coach and now that I am, um, I'm it's becoming more and more of my passion. It's always been something that is, that I've loved. I've loved doing. Um, I've always loved, you know, the movements. I loved watching the athletes. Um, and I've loved, the main thing that I've loved about it is the community aspect of it. Like I've met some of my best friends at CrossFit. Um, you know, even friends that I don't talk, that I, um, you may not see every day, 
like from old CrossFit gyms, I still keep in touch with. Like it's just, they're just always good people. Um, it, it's the community really. <laughs> and so it's one of, yeah, it's one of the best things about that community. And so, like I said, a lot of people get a, a lot of, a lot of, um, people give CrossFit a bad rap because there's, you know, you get injured or there's kipping and there's, um, you know, certain movements, there's no progressive overload, things like that. Um, and while there is, you know, there's always that, there's always that in between that nobody, nobody wants to talk about. I feel like that's with a lot of things is it's all or nothing. Right. Um, and so you either love CrossFit or you hate CrossFit. You only do CrossFit or you do strength training. Um, and nobody talks about like the fact that you can do both. <laughs> um, but I know I'm kind of getting off off on a tangent. But um, the main point I'm trying to get at is now I now that I'm coaching, now that I coach at a CrossFit gym, I am no I am no expert. Okay, I am no like CrossFit athlete. I'm probably never going to compete in the CrossFit games, <laughs> um, nor do I have any desire to. Um, I'm sure if I were to dedicate my life to CrossFit, dedicate my life to training for the games, I believe that I would have the ability to get there. But that is not something that is my goal. That is not something that is my, um, it's, it's not a goal of mine because I'm not willing to sacrifice the things that it takes to get to that level. I love helping people. I would have to stop coaching. I would have to spend less time with my family. I would have to, um, you know, <laughs> I would have to make CrossFit my career, basically, if I were to want to get ready for the CrossFit games. And honestly, I'm way behind too, because I'm almost 30 years old, whereas now a lot of the CrossFit athletes are starting when they're like 12. So <laughs> um, anyways, besides the fact, um, but I do love the sport. I do love the community. And I think that anybody could benefit from doing it. And I've been going, you know, been tiptoeing over this topic because um, there is a lot of fitness experts out there. Um, you can't see me doing the experts with the quotation who hate on it because, you know, it promotes um, unsafe movements. It promotes um, spiking cortisol levels. It affects your hormone levels. It's, uh, there is no progressive overload into it. And while like everything is valid, you know, depending on the person, um, there can be too much of a good thing. That's with anything, right? There can be too much of CrossFit. You, if you're somebody who's doing CrossFit six to seven days per week, going super hard every single day, yeah, you're definitely putting a little bit too much into it. Whereas um, if you're going maybe doing three to four days per week, incorporating some strength training, you know, and just being a part of that community for accountability, that's that's the way to do it. That's the way I do it. Um, I love going because it's part of my you know, it's, it's, they're my people. Um, it's, I have my community there. I have, you know, the same class that I go to. I've been going to five, it used to be 530. He moved it back 15 minutes. So now it's 515, but the OG 530 crew, we would call ourselves hashtag 530. Um, they're still, they still are there. I've been going for the past three years now. I just hit my three year anniversary at this specific CrossFit gym. I've been CrossFitting, um, since 2016 on and off. So, so I started um, first in 2016, 
up where I grew up in my small town um, and I fell in love with it and then I moved a year later I moved into the big city to to be with Josh um, and I found a a CrossFit gym that I liked but um, it was like a community of family but then it kind of um, it got bought out by new owners and it kind of turned into like that competitive CrossFit gym that I I talk about Um, and so I, I took a break from it you know it was just one of those phases of life where um, my health wasn't my priority at that time. And so I took a break from CrossFit. And then in 2020, when I was like, okay, you know, I need to go somewhere, go to the gym, gyms were closed and it was, they were starting to open up. Um, I needed that. We all needed that community at that time. And so I started back up in 2020 and haven't looked back. Um, I have no intention of leaving CrossFit anytime soon. I am now a coach at my local gym, um, which I've absolutely loved doing. Like, obviously, I still have a lot to improve on, you know, different cues that I can give people, but I've loved coaching people in person and getting to know people in person um, and just kind of helping them improve their form. Um, And so just a couple things that I've noticed uh, is well, I'm not quite there yet, but, um, so anyways, long story short, um, (laughs) the main point I'm trying to get at is you're going to see more of my content being about CrossFit or being about functional fitness or being about, um, targeting those who already work out, um, giving tips on nutrition to, you know, have more energy or hit more PRs in the gym. Um, you know, I, I do talk a lot about it's, there's still going to be mindset topics. I'm still going to talk about, um, you know, different things about nutrition, sustainable health. Next week, my plan is to host a podcast on how to navigate the holidays. So you're going to still get a lot of lifestyle, um, content as well but more of my focus and the people that I truly want to help, um, you know, because I've, I've come to terms with the fact that I cannot help everyone. Um, trying to please everyone is pleasing no one. Um, and so I'm going to start focusing on those who, or, or gearing my content and helping those accepting one-on-one clients um, who are already working out, who already have a consistent workout plan, but they need help with the other 23 hours outside of the gym. Um, That's mainly what my focus is because um, like I've, like I've talked about in the past, yes, I can write you a workout program. Um, but if you don't have the fundamentals down, if you don't have the basics down, it's going to be hard to, it's going to be hard to, um, to, to, to get you to where you want to be in three to six months, right? Um, So there's always about developing that foundation. And so my plan now, and I'm just going to share with all of you guys first what my plan is for the future of Sustainably Healthy. So um, if you're a part of the Sustainably Healthy community, you got an email from me last week. Um, I will no longer be doing the membership um, for the for the community. I'm, I'm going to switch over platforms. Um, this new platform is just more much more user-friendly that I plan on using for my future one-on-one clients and for future challenges. Um, much more user-friendly. Um, I can customize a lot more things. I can include check-ins in this. Um, 
and just overall just a just a better platform for me on my end and for the user who's who's going to be using it um you know i've been using one platform and it was great but i always want to continue to improve and provide my clients with the best experience um user-friendly experience with when it comes to nutrition coaching um so my plans are by december um and actually now all future clients will be using this new app um and going to be going to be getting away from the uh, app that I had was I was using prior and so before I was having a membership to have access to my app you could track your food um, and have access to the sustainable seven habits um, but I was Although like I want to have that in the future, I would love to have a membership where I have my own app um, and I can provide you, you know, with all of the checks and all of the things, all of the resources. That is something that is in the works in the future to have a little bit more of a organized membership platform. Um, but, you know, with with the way things were going, um, I, it was taking away from my ability to coach one-on-one -on -one clients by focusing too much on the members membership. Um, and so I was, you know, spending majority of my time preparing for weekly education calls or putting more things into my app to make it more user-friendly or, you know, um, and as much as I loved doing that and I want to be able to do that, um, not at the sake of my one-on-one -on -one clients. And so I had to remind myself, I prayed about it, I had to sit back and remind myself that um, I am a one person, I'm a solo preneur. And um, as much as I want to, like I said, help everyone, um, I can't. I have to focus on the people who are most important to me. I have to focus on my health, my mental health. Um, and as much as I would love to continue, you know, providing and 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 have that app ready, um, it just wasn't in the works for my career as of right now. However, um, there are things that I am going to be changing and still providing at a lower ticket because I understand not everybody can afford one-on-one -on -one coaching. Um, and so I am going to still provide lower ticket um, and community. I still am huge on community. I still think having a community is a big, um, it's, it's very important. It's one, of, it's one of my sustainable seven habits is having connection, having a support system, right? Um, and so I still believe in having that community and cultivating that community. Um, but I don't want to make it feel like such a requirement to hop on a call every week or um, to feel like you have to participate if you don't want to. Um, and so with the app, like I said, it was a good idea at the time, but as I grow in my business, I make tough decisions and have to say no to one thing, but that opens the door for so many other things, right? And so, um, like I said, I'm switching over to a different platform. I'm no longer giving the membership. However, I want to still cultivate that community um, and provide value at a lower cost or even for free. Um, and so, now, obviously, nobody's going to get my full undivided one-on-one -on -one attention like my one-on-one -on -one clients. My one-on-one -on -one clients are my number one priority. However, you know, there is going to be a system now to become a one-on-one -on -one client um, in the future. Right now, I am 
um, if you are interested in one-on-one cl- one-on-one coaching, um, it's f- nutrition coaching only. I don't provide workouts. I can provide suggestions, um, but as of right now, I do not provide workout programs. I am helping those who need help with the time outside of the gym. So, like my my focus is going to be more on CrossFit members who need help with the with the time outside of the gym. You know, they're getting to the gym. They're consistent at getting at getting there, but they're struggling with their nutrition. They're struggling with their um, getting movement outside of the gym. That's another one that I focus on, right? That neat. Um, I will work with them on their mindset. So those are the people I really truly have more of a passion to work with. Now, if you are somebody who's new to the gym, I'm not going to be like, nope, sorry, you don't work out. I don't want to work out, work with you, right? Like I will obviously provide you with resources to help you, but my passion to help is, is more so to help those who are already bought in who are already committed because what I have found is those who you know don't make time to go to the gym who don't make time to work out they now I'm not saying everybody this is not for everybody but those who aren't making the time to take care of them that their health by um by working out already they're they're not fully bought in they're not fully um committed to my program and so I found that I was just you know holding hands with so many people and I, I need those people who are already more committed and willing to commit to the process right because this is not an easy process now is it simple absolutely and I will simplify it as much as possible but if you're not ready then um then you need to get to a point where you are ready to fully commit to a healthier lifestyle. And what I have found was those who are already working out, who already get to the gym, that's not a problem for them, who are already, you know, making it a point to get up in the morning, go for, go, go to the gym, get in a good workout, um, were the ones who know how important their health is. And they know that nutrition is something they need some, a little bit of support in. And those are the people I want to help. And so, um, if you're not that person, I don't want to say like, no, I'm not going to help you. If you need assistance, if you need some recommendations, I'm here for you. But my one-on-one coaching is going to primarily be focused on those who are, um, already working out. And so anyways, um, but for those who are part of this community, I'm going to keep my Facebook group, the Sustainably Healthy Facebook group. That is going to be open to um, to not the public. So there is still a, a I guess, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, a cost, I suppose, but it's not really a cost. Um, but there are, so I am going to continue to provide value in there. I will no longer be going um, hosting every week. I'm not going to be hosting a group coaching call every single week. I will be hosting webinars. So right now I am finishing up the webinar for um, healthy. So I'm sorry, how to avoid unwanted holiday weight gain. Um, That's a three part series. And so I am going to be um, opening that up for sale. Um, So you did so I did give away the first call for free um, if you want access to the second two calls there will be a cost for that but it is a very low price um, and so you are able to um, those who purchase this one-time option um, the one-time uh, holiday so it's three basically going to be a three-hour series right one hour per call um, week one was about um, setting goals Uh, setting goals for the holidays, coming up with a game plan for the holidays. 
week two was all about the simplifying of nutrition. Um, that was a good one. That was a good call to if you're if you've been doing this for a while or if you are new to tracking macros. This is something that everyone can benefit from um, because I really broke down how to simplify your nutrition for the holidays to where it's not stressful. We talked about macro tracking and options to not track your macros. So I highly recommend that one. And then this week we're going to be talking about the my favorite topic is mindset, cultivating a growth mindset throughout the holidays. And so we're going to go over how to set boundaries with family members through the holidays. We're going to talk about the mindset you need to have when it comes to having that uh, resisting urges with food or not resisting urges, knowing when or when not to have, you know, an extra slice of pie or um, it really comes down to mindset and, and having mindset shifts. And so that's what we're going to talk about on this week's call. And so um, I am opening that up to the public now for a cost. So it's going to be a lower cost, um, <laughs> probably around, probably around $19. Um, so like I said, low ticket cost to have access to all three of those calls. Um, I haven't quite decided on the exact cost, but it's going to be around that, that range, about $20 ish. Um, and so you do have access to that. And those who have access or are, um, purchase the access to the calls um, is going to get automatic access to my sustainably healthy community Facebook group. Now this Facebook group is awesome. It's one of my favorite places to post. Um, so everyone knows that every day I post something new. Um, they are the first to see my recipes. They are the first to know um, about updates and tips and uh, sales and um and discounts on my coaching. They're the first to know. Um, I go there anytime I'm feeling some type of way. I go live <laughs> in my Facebook group. Um, I share grocery hauls in my Facebook group. I share tips and tricks. I share Wednesdays. We come together and celebrate our wins for the day. Um, I share fun posts where yesterday or today, I'm sorry, I shared a journal prompt on if you had all of the money in the world, money wasn't a factor, what would you get for Christmas? And so we all just kind of come together, support each other and it's a lot of like-minded individuals in there as well um, of course I think I said I shared recipes already grocery list things like that um, but yeah you'll have access to all of that um, with that one-time cost um, to get into the to have access to the call you everyone who has access to the call can be admitted to or will be admitted to that Facebook group um, also, if you are a part of my email list, you have access to the Facebook group. I will be I will be sending an invite today after I send out this um, podcast episode and inviting you all to join us in the Facebook community. Like I said, just all the value in there. Um, I plan on just kind of sharing tips and tricks um, to help hold you accountable and um, and just ha cultivate that community. So like I said, there is a low cost. It's either you have to opt in um, by getting one of my freebies. If you're not a part of my email list, um, you can opt in by getting one of my freebies, uh, the macro tracking guide or um, I think right or opting into my recipes if you want to have me send you um, all of my recipes and have access to all of my recipes um, that is a way to get on my email list or purchasing the holiday um, <laughs> series that's how you get into the Facebook group so that is going to be new um, trying something new there and so and like I said in the future I do plan on um, hosting trainings in there so you will get access to trainings 
um, where I, you know, I've hosted many trainings, Food Fear Fix. I've hosted trainings on, um, you know, Confident Summer. I've hosted trainings on, um, obviously, you know, with this one, the holiday one. Um, and I, c- I plan to continue to host trainings um, throughout, the, throughout the year uh, sporadically. But this just allows me more free time for prioritizing my one-on-one clients. And so that is the most important thing. If you are a one-on-one client, you are my priority. Um, And that's really where I want to shift my focus more on. Um, And that's the purpose of this change. Um, And so with that... um, Oh man, like I said, I have a lot to cover. <laughs> so, um, so I did decide to make that transition. Like I said, it was not an easy decision for me. Um, I'm, like I said, figuring this out as a new business owner, as somebody who's um, just trying to do her very best at helping people and figuring out a way that is sustainable for me as well. <laughs> and so, um, but like I said, the main shift, the main difference that I'm going to be making is prioritizing and helping those who already work out and need some help with the other 23 hours out of the day. Um, And especially focusing more, like I said, on sharing tips about CrossFit. I'm going to be sharing more about um, what I've learned with CrossFit and improving lifts and getting stronger and mobility and strength training your core. Um, I am um, I coach a strength training class as well while well, I filled in. <laughs> I, I won't say I coached it. Um, I do fill in for that every once in a while to help with strength training. Um, I work closely with the strength training cl- coach. Uh, I participate in his strength training classes as well. Um, so I do know the importance of progressive overload and strength training. So I will be sharing tips on that as well, but it can go along with CrossFit. You know, it it doesn't have to be one or the other. You don't have to do traditional strength training or CrossFit. You can do both. And it's highly recommended that you do both to have, um, to have optimal health, you know? Um, but CrossFit is not just for those who are incredibly fit. And I used to think this too. I used to think that you had to be in the best shape ever before you go to CrossFit. And I waited. I waited for years. Um, I remember, so I started um, my CrossFit journey. I attended my very first CrossFit class um, back in 2014, I believe. Um, it was the very first one. I was, mind you, I was very overweight. Um, I was over 200 pounds. Um, it was the year after I had Zayden (coughs) and I went with my cousin. She used to do CrossFit at the time. And I remember, you know, I was like, you know what? I've always wanted to do it. I was always like super intrigued by it. It looked super fun. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And I attended my first class and I loved it, but I told myself, you know, I'm not quite ready. I don't know if I'm quite ready for this yet. Um, and so I didn't go back. And then years passed, I lost about 60 pounds. You can go back to my story and hear about all that, how I lost weight at the first time. Um, but I was always like, no, I need to stay in the gym. I'm going to stay in my lane. I'm not going to go to CrossFit until I am. And I don't even know what I was waiting to be at, like a certain weight or to have a certain strength in my deadlift or squat or whatever. But I told myself, no, I am not ready for it. I'm not ready for it. I'm not strong enough. I'm not thin enough. I'm not fit enough. And I waited way too long. (laughs) And so I didn't go until 2016 and I was 
more than fit. Um, there are people of any fitness level, whether they're just getting started or they are athletes, you can do it at any, age-wise. Um, there are people who go, who are in their 70s. There's somebody who goes to the gym, 80s almost, um, who is going to my CrossFit gym and just doing their best. You can scale, you can modify, but the best thing about it is just having that community, having um, the support, having the accountability. I probably wouldn't get to the gym half as much as I do if I didn't have my best friend, my accountability partner there who's text me is like, hey, are you going tomorrow? Hey, make sure we do this. Hey, make sure you're going. Like, and we both, we both expect each other to be there. You know, your class, your community expects you to be there and they give you a hard time if you're not, right? And so you have that extra accountability, that support system. And that's what I love about it so much. Um, and so that's, um, that's something that I wanted to talk about was, you know, it's for anybody. CrossFit is absolutely for anyone. Um, anybody can do it. You can modify, you can scale, and you can always improve. And that is one of the best things about it is like there's always room for improvement. There's always the next level. There's always, you know, just a little bit more. I could push myself a little harder or I can lift a little heavier and it doesn't make it about fat loss. And that's the best part. It's not about the calories burned. It's not about the the weight you lose. It's not about, you know, who can just be the skinniest. It's everyone wants to be strong there. Everyone wants to be getting stronger, getting faster, um, and just getting better. That's the best part about it is it's all about getting that 1% better every single day. And everyone's encouraging each other. Like if you've ever been at a difficult workout and, you know, you see the one person who's trying so hard and they're the last ones getting done and you, those are the people who we all come together and cheer them on, scream for them. Like, you know, there's nothing like having that supportive community. And so that's why I'm big on it. I encourage it. Um, (laughs) um, but I want to give a couple tips for those of you who might be listening, who are new to CrossFit. And so when I say like CrossFitters, I'm talking about your average Joe, like I'm not talking about CrossFit athletes. And I feel like that's what a lot of people think is like, you know, if you go, you have to be an athlete. I think I was doing some research, um, the other day and I saw an interesting fact about CrossFit competitors that one less than 1%. I want to say it's less than 1% of the CrossFit community actually is a competitive athlete. So that means 99 point, probably 9% of the people who do CrossFit are your average people, who are the people who are just going to be a part of that community, are the people who are just going to just better their health long term. You know, they're not going to compete, they're going to just compete against them against themselves and get better and so um that is another thing like if you're just getting started like it's most people are not crossfit competitors <laughs> and so keep that in mind um but the other thing i wanted to talk about was um if you're just getting started or if you're first year into your crossfit journey um, are at any point, honestly, because I didn't quite learn this until a couple years in. Um, and it comes a lot with confidence and like not being afraid or intimidated to ask questions. Um, talk to your coach and ask them 
to take a minute with you to share with you proper form. Um, I think that's what a lot of people miss mess up on when they first start doing CrossFit. And it's something that I messed up on a mistake I've made when I first started doing CrossFit was I, um, I wanted to be the fastest. I was very competitive. I still am. (laughs) I still am very competitive. Um, but (laughs) I had to take a step back, especially this year and bite my pride and really focus on that form. And so if you're just getting started, if I can save you the, how many years I've been doing this, um, then, you know, it will pay off long term. So take a, take your time, perfect each movement, or at least do your very best at, at learning the proper form with each movement. And don't be afraid to ask questions. Um, learn how to properly engage your lats, your core, um, and your glutes like your hamstrings, learn how to properly activate those. Um, If you don't know how to properly activate those, work with your coach on it because that is one of the biggest things. If you don't know how to properly activate your lats, your core, and your hamstrings, um, then you are going to experience a lot of issues with any movement in CrossFit. So those are the biggest things that I, biggest tips I have for you. Learn how to activate your lats, your core, and your hamstrings. Now, obviously, we want to learn how to activate all muscles, but those are the main ones that I neglected, um, which caused me to have injuries, especially my core. I was relying on my belt a little bit too much because I didn't know how to properly engage my core. And so that's one of the biggest things is learn how to properly engage your core, learn how to properly engage your lats, and you will be able to work the right muscles by engaging your hamstrings as well. So um, (coughs) that is a tip for you that I wish I would have known when I first started CrossFit. Um, And then the last tip I have, so first, so I had three tips written down here. I know this isn't the most organized podcast episode, but number one, just start. Don't be afraid to join in on a workout or modify. Everything is doable. So don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to jump in. Don't be afraid to start CrossFit like I was. Just do it. If it's something that you've been wanting to try, just try it. It's honestly, it's not as bad or scary as you think. I feel like most CrossFit gyms are much more welcoming than any sort of like EOS Fitness or (laughs) Bodybuilding, um, Lifetime Fitness, uh, LA Fitness. Like I'm telling you, if you walk into a CrossFit box, I don't even care where you go. 99% of the time, you will feel like you are part of the family. Like most people are so welcoming. Everyone is so nice. Like everyone knows everyone and, and cheers you on. Like everyone's so nice. (laughs) Whereas if you go to like your mom and pop shop, or I'm sorry, your, uh, bodybuilding gym, like everyone has their headphones in. Um, they're like basically ignoring you because they think like, what are you doing here? Nobody thinks that really, nobody thinks that at all. But I remember going to a regular gym and feeling that way, feeling like, you know, just everyone's not as welcoming, I suppose. It's not like that at CrossFit. Um, So number one tip is just start. Everything is doable. Number two, spend time asking questions about proper form. Learn how to engage your core, your lats, and your hamstrings um, without a belt. Without a belt. (laughs) If you don't know how to engage and you're, you're relying on a belt, lower the weight and take time to learn how to engage those muscles before you get a belt. 
And I get it, you know, we all have that pride. We're like, oh, I want to go up and wait. I want to hit a new PR. I want to hit a new PR. And you're sacrificing your form. Don't do it. It's not worth it. Those PRs are never worth your back. They're never worth an injury. So focus on that proper form. Learn how to engage. And then you can start to hit PRs. But learn how to engage those muscles first. And the last tip I have for you when it comes to starting CrossFit or, you know, being an, being your average CrossFitter, I don't even like to call it average, but your daily CrossFitter, right? The person who just goes, they're not wanting to compete in the games. Maybe they'll compete every once in a while in a local, local, uh, (laughs) fitness, uh, community competition type thing. Um, but for the most part they go because they love the community. They love the atmosphere. Um, that's what these tips are for. And so tip number three Do not be afraid to eat. Please, don't try to restrict your calories, especially with CrossFit. CrossFit, you're pushing yourself. We're going hard in those workouts. You're pushing yourself to your limits. And then you go home and you forget to eat. Or you don't eat anything throughout the day. Or you're eating 1,500 calories or less. Please, eat your food. Like, always prioritize protein. If you're not getting enough protein, start there. If you're um, if you're new to tracking or you don't want to track your food, just start by eating enough protein. Start by prioritizing a protein source in every single meal and aim. If you're doing CrossFit, aim for one gram of protein per goal body weight or per your goal body weight. Um, that's what I recommend or 0.7 of your current body weight. So you point, 0.7 times your current body weight. Um, but yeah eat your protein because your body needs that for that recovery process. If you want to, if you don't want to feel sore every single day, then eat your protein. Um, (laughs) but like I said, don't be afraid to eat. Um, the best, best recommendation I have for timing around your meals, because some people, you know, they want to work out. So it depends on what time of day you work out, right? But if you work out first thing in the morning, I highly recommend eating something simple. When I say simple, I mean like simple carbs. So like small, but like high in calories almost. So I know that sounds counterintuitive to somebody who has fat loss goals, right? But um, I would recommend eating. So for me, I eat like a little protein bar because that won't make me very full. I don't want to feel incredibly full and then go do a high intensity workout, right? But I do need those calories for quick energy. And what gives us the quickest energy? Carbs. Actually, what gives us the the most energy is actually sugar. So, have a have your sugar and carbs around your workout. That's the best piece of advice I can give you to recover quickly, to have more energy, um, and to have more fun foods, right? Is to first thing in the morning, so I work out 5.15 every morning. So first thing I wake up, I try to eat 30 minutes before I work out, but sometimes that doesn't always happen. I'm munching on a snack before the gym, but I either eat like a banana, um, that's quick carbs. Um, I do a banana with um, PB2, so I can have a little bit of protein in there. Um, I'll do a protein bar. Um, right now I'm really liking the cliff bars. Uh, they're like builders cliff bars, I think, um, or the bear bell or first form. 
those are really good. Um, you know, Greek, a little bit of Greek yogurt. I don't love to do dairy that early in the morning. It kind of upsets my stomach, but sometimes, you know, you just got to do what you got to do. I need something. Um, but just having something in your stomach so that way you have just some energy to get you through that workout. Um, and then immediately after my workout, I, now I'm saying there's no anabolic window, right? I, I think that's a very popular, uh, term where you're like, you lose your workout if you don't eat, eats protein or drink a protein shake right after your workout that's not necessarily true but you do get more benefits by eating or drinking within an hour an hour and a half of working out you will recover faster you will feel a lot better throughout the day if you get a workout I'm sorry if you get some protein and carbs after your workout and so for me, since my mornings are a little bit on the go, they're kind of like I go to the gym, I come home, have to get Zayden ready for school, and then I have to go for the walk. And so I have a lot to do in that short time frame. Um, and so I don't like to think about meals that much, <laughs> to be honest, as a nutrition coach, I know that's strange. Um, but when I'm like during my day, I don't want to think about what I need to eat. So I typically do a protein shake right after my workout. So I'll do a protein shake with simple carbs. Um, I'll share the link in the show notes, but I typically use formula one and ignition from first form, um, because it's a little bit easier on my stomach um, if you're somebody who can't really eat much after your workout, especially a high intensity workout. Um, but it also has a faster digesting carb, um, which is like that simple form of carbs that has a multivitamin in it. So it just helps with re recovery. It helps replenish the energy that you lost during your workout. And it just helps you feel better and recover much quicker. I'm much less sore when I use this. Um, and I'm not saying I use it every single day, but especially after a high intensity, like tough workout where I I know I'm going to be sore. I definitely use this as a post-workout shake. Um, but if you don't have access to a shake or protein, you can definitely still benefit from um, eating a simple carb. Maybe you can do some, my friend, I don't know how she does it, <laughs> but in the morning she has chicken and rice right after her workout. She's like, that's just part of my routine. I eat it. I'm like for breakfast. Okay. But <laughs> you can definitely do that. Um, you could do some toast with some eggs, maybe a little bit of, um, egg whites for extra protein, have some protein coffee. That's what I do for breakfast sometimes too, is have egg whites, um, have some toast, I have, usually I have regular eggs too, um, for a little bit more fat, healthy fats, but you typically want more carbs surrounding your workout. So that's what I recommend. But tip number three is once again, don't be afraid to eat, eat, eat more. <laughs> if you're not eating enough, like eat more protein, but if you're not into tracking your food, like I get it, just focus on protein. Um, but if you are willing to track your food, um, make sure that you are just eating enough. Like I would recommend if you're just getting started, try to eat up to maintenance calories. If you don't know what those are, message me. I will walk you through how to calculate your maintenance calories. Um, but if you just focus when it comes to CrossFit, if you want to tone up and get stronger, just focus on protein, focus on, um, eating, like I said, around your workouts and, you know, just keep showing up and you're going to do great. So, um, but yeah, those are the main tips I have for those of you who are your average gym goers, who are the, you know, daily CrossFit peeps that aren't, aren't, aren't really like making it their career to go to the games. Um, but 
I really hope you all understand this transition that I'm making. Um, like I said, I'm going to be sharing still, I'm still me, I'm still sharing the same things, you know, I'm still big on sustainable health, um, cultivating a sustainably healthy lifestyle that you love, but this is more up my element when it comes to sharing tips on exercise um, and getting in movement. And it is important. It is important to make sure that you are exercising weekly. You know, you are moving your body. Progressive overload, lifting weights is essential for building muscle. And we all need muscle. We all need muscle to survive, um, to be healthy, to be able to avoid, you know, nursing homes where you have to be in a wheelchair for the rest of your life. Like we want to be able to be healthy, get up off the ground, jump around with your grandkids, right? Like I want that. And so so if you're not including weight training or resistance training, I highly recommend it. Um, join your nearest CrossFit gym. <laughs> Let me know if you give it a try. I hope it inspires you to at least join. It doesn't have to be CrossFit. It could be a, um, you know, it could be any sort of group fitness class. You know, there's nothing wrong with having that accountability, having that support. Um, but like I said, I know this podcast episode was a little bit all over the place. The last thing I wanted to touch on before I close um, is my Black Friday promotion for one-on-one -on -one coaching. Um, and so <laughs> I definitely was going back and forth between, you know, doing a Black Friday um, sale or just kind of like m making this transition throughout the holidays. Um, but I still want to help as many people as possible. And as always, you know, be able to provide assistance throughout the holidays is one of the most important things um, because this time of year, so many people fall off and a lot of people take a lot of steps backward. Whereas instead, this time of year is such a great time to prioritize habits, one, but to utilize that extra fuel to get stronger, to utilize that extra fuel to push yourself more, to hit PRs, to build muscle, to heal your relationship with food. Um, so I am accepting one-on-one -on -one clients right now. I will also share that application in the show notes. Um, but for my Black Friday sale, I am offering a promotion for if you purchase three months pay in full in advance, um, you will get the fourth month with me for free. And so that is my promotion sale as of right now for Black Friday. That ends on November 30th. So take advantage of it while you can. Um, this is absolutely a great, a really great price, um, not only for one-on-one -on -one coaching, but um, to be able to get three months and an additional month for free. Typically for my one-on-one -on -one clients, I recommend six to 12 months to reach your goals, to get to a place where you, where you can do it on your own. Um, and so, you know, three to four months getting an extra month for free, it will definitely need that, you know, and many people need to sign on a little bit longer, but that extra month can definitely help you more than anything. So if you're interested in that, I would love to help you. Um, like I said, my my main focus is helping those who don't necessarily need help in the gym. They need help with the other 23 hours to support their PRs in the gym, support their strength in the gym, their energy levels, and actually look and feel the way they want without any restrictions. So that is what I have for you today. I appreciate you for taking the time to listen. Reach out to me if you have any questions, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Bye, guys.